brought in a new computer. <laughs> Anyways, two hour into this, we're like, well, we got to get a podcast today. So praise Jesus for everything we get a chance to do today. And uh, God bless everybody. <laughs> yeah. God, that maverick spirit. Pew, pew, uh, for those of you who can't, obviously you can't see, Alex has the baby hands. Oh, She's baby gun hands She's going. Pew, pew. If you have not seen them, please visit us on Facebook. Stay away, Twitter, evil spirit. And or, what's the other one? The, I, the famous one. Instagram. All right, we got to get a second wind here. I'm feeling it now. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. Out, evil Sarah Payton we, spirit. We should have started with that. Yeah, Seriously. exactly, right? <laughs> right? Exactly. We'd have I been didn't think we were thinking. <laughs> So, Rob, any supernatural <laughs> Speaking stories of evil, here? Sarah yeah. Palin spirits. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I do have a supernatural story for you for this week. And this is fairly recent within the last six months. It's a story of a lady who had fibromyalgia. Notice I said had. And she had it for several years. And she actually had to stop working, unfortunately, about, um, I want to say, 12, 15 years ago, something like that. And she'd have to stop working for, you know, two, three months out of the year. And it's pretty sad. And the pain was so bad, she said she couldn't even comb her hair. So no. you can't even imagine. So it's it pretty brutal. And she used to be on the worship team at the church she went to. And a fantastic piano player. And had to stop. So um, it was devastating. She also had three kids. And um, she couldn't play. She'd have to lock herself in her room for days at a time because she was in so much pain. And couldn't play with her kids. Anyway, she was just miserable about it. So... She came to a class, I do this prophetic class um, at the church. She came and asked for prayer. And afterwards, myself and about six or seven other people prayed for her. And she just said she felt something broken. She had so many tears come out of her eyes. There was literally a puddle of tears on the ground. I can't even tell you. And I actually took a picture of the tears and sent them to her. Um, anyways, whew, emotional story. Anyways, about a week later, uh, she reduced the medication she was taking to half. Two weeks after that, she started playing the piano. And let's just say now she plays in two separate worship bands at two different churches and she's completely healed 100%. The Lord healed her. Yeah. So, I mean, that was one of, that was just amazing. And um, I keep in contact with her a couple times a month. And um, that was about six months ago. So, praise God. Wow. And for people that don't know, you know, that type of problem is, can just take over your life. Ooh. And, uh, it's one of those things where it's a set of symptoms, not so much as, you know, we do an MRI or x-rays or blood work to figure out that you have, you know, this problem. So the, the reality is you, you see miracles like that, and it is so powerful that, that God really can heal people. So, uh, That's amazing. And, and, and we want to pray for everybody out there that has, you know, all kinds of conditions. And if you need to send us a prayer request, we'd be happy to hear that. And, um, Amen chance to hear you know that god is still doing miracles you know and uh so exciting um yeah, absolutely don't ever give up keep yeah. praying keep praying just because maybe god didn't you know she'd been praying for several years she's been a christian for a long time she's been praying over again i believe it was 12 or 15 years forgive me and it just happened that night so don't stop don't give up you know our god's a big god and thank God for all the people that stayed and helped and prayed. Absolutely. And, uh, so don't be afraid to go forward and, you know, for your church, don't be, don't be afraid to go and ask for prayer mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, until, until God really gives you a peace there. So, yeah. 
Um, so, man, there's so many things. And it was a Ooh. great episode we had last week. We talked mm-hmm. about so many things. And we're going to kind of build on that again today. So um, just just we're, we're bogged down with everything that's happening as well. So to be honest with you, it's yeah. it's overwhelming. So you'll see. But we'll be able to put some sense to all of this as, as we get going. So probably one of the things that, you know, we'd all talked about this week that was bothersome, you know, had to do with the military and... Uh, Rob, yeah. So as you, a few of you know that I was in the military. I was in the just the Army National Guard. You know, when I was young, back in the day. So this kind of hits me a little hard here. And as of now, there has been a federal mandate, a U.S. mandate that says that everyone who's in the military, that includes active and reserves, uh, National Guard as well, are required to be fully vaccinated. Uh, there are dates already put out there. And a third of the military has refused to take the vaccine as of as of now. And what they're saying is that if they fail to take the uh, vaccine, they're calling it a possible career killer. Mm. Yeah, Um, it's a it's a dishonorable discharge from what I understand. Yeah, they're talking about making as much as a dishonorable discharge. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's It's being voted on. Congress is talking about it right now. Hasn't been passed yet. Um, The Republicans are. To being progressive, if you will, on it. Is that the word I'm looking for? Um, in response to this, the vaccine mandate, uh, several Republicans got together. Um, I have a list of them here. Roger Marshall, obviously Ted Cruz is always on there. Um, Roger Marshall's from Kansas. James Langford from Oklahoma. Um, let's see, we got uh, Tuberville, I believe it is, from Alabama. They all expressed um, what they're going to do is they want to make it to where if you are discharged, for some reason you are let go, that it will be honorable. Because what happens if you're dishonorably discharged from the military, get this, you will lose your GI Bill. Yeah. You will lose the right to own a firearm. You will lose, uh, think about this, how hard it will be to get a job. You will lose all your benefits, no VA benefits, no health benefits, no housing benefits at all. It's like being left in Afghanistan, honestly. Yeah, Yeah. that's a great point. It really is. So this is really, really, really sad. I mean, this is unbelievable. And then you might ask about exemptions. Uh, For religious, what they're saying is, look, there's, there's, you've taken there, what they're saying is you've taken about, um, I believe, 14 uh, mandated vaccines when you joined. So what's the difference now? That's what their argument is. That's what they're coming out. Uh, this is not course? a vaccine. But isn't this exactly. par for the course for this this uh, administration? Isn't it really? Well, he's I lost mean, patience for them too. But so. isn't it, you know, I'm sure Pelosi was eternally <laughs> like, she's, I'm just not going to shop before I decide. This is dishonorable. Right. She slurs her way through it. Oh, it's, it's so true. It's so true. And what, so what they're making them do, here's the protocols. Get this. I'm going to read this here. And so if, if, you, if it's a religious, you're looking for that to use that. You have to speak to an army chaplain. I'm sure that they choose who it is. And they have to assess that to make sure that, get this, the sincerity of your belief. So the chaplain's going to decide if they're sincere or not. They're handpicked chaplain. And then if the soldier is then ordered to go to the medical office where he's then counseled by uh, another soldier, to make an informed decision then they have to go do a course then they have that and then they have to go speak to another medical doctor who tells them all of the uh, pros and cons all, obviously all the cons of not taking it and the pros of taking it is they have to go through all these different levels and if for some reason the military decides not to either let them go or whatnot they'll be like a different division to where they're going to be separated and isolated from all the rest of the troops 
Yeah. Okay. So, you, you know, you're qualified <laughs> to save our lives, to fight mm. for our freedoms, to, you know, to withstand all the horrors that we've put you through mm. if you were an active duty, right? Yeah. To stick your neck out for us, to risk your life, lives and to, uh, you know, potentially be separated from your family, to suffer the harm that comes to you from God knows what out there, what chemical warfare, right? For mm. PTSD, from mm. all the other things that you suffer all out there. All away but, from your family. Right. It, it, and not to mention the suffering your family does, right, while you're away in active duty. But now you can't decide for yourself not to take this vaccine. That, and you have to be put through this whole dog and pony show. Well, and it's, it's a so question of honor. I mean, so you're calling their honor into question, right? You are. And these are the people that have fought <laughs> and died for us. Right. And it's just astonishing that people would you know, do this to them. Just another indignity. It, it really is. And here's the thing, too. Now, the, the, the men and women who've given the majority of their life for this, the, the major sergeants, the first sergeants, the, the commanders, they actually, their leash is very, very, they're talking about being suspended immediately. Wow. And they have to take this immediately. They don't have like two months to make decisions and all this stuff. Or they have five calendar days. They'll be relieved immediately for five calendar days. They'll be suspended to wow. think about it. But yeah, and it starts right away. So this is very, very, very troublesome. Oh, and by the way, one last thing here on this. Well, two things real quick. Pregnant women, if they're pregnant, they may, they'll give them a temporary, well, up to a year. But get this, now they're saying that getting the vaccine could help both the mother and the fetus. Pregnant women have a higher risk of severe illness from COVID-19 than non-pregnant women is saying. And this, by the way, is from military.com. This isn't some from some you know crazy website. This is from the actual U.S. military right here. Yeah. Well, you can see that you know anybody in this situation, the United States government is not acting like the United States government. Absolutely. They're, they're not. This is exactly what Hitler would do. This is what, you know, Russia would do. This is what they are doing in China. And so the idea here that we, it's the first time, folks, we need to stand up and fight for our military and the Absolutely. rights that they have to their body. You know, absolutely. and the bottom line is this this isn't a vaccine. Right. Well, absolutely. <laughs> right. And you, you go down that road and you think, well, wait a minute. If I call a bullet a vaccine is right. Is it somehow going to change the the idea that we should all sign up for an injection? Right. I mean, this is the kind of reality that we're living with. And these are the healthiest people on the planet. Yeah. What's really at risk here? Some absolutely. of them catching something, you know. Well, what about that? The second pregnant woman right, who got the vaccine while she was pregnant, mm -hmm. and just the other day, reported to VAERS, breastfeeding mom, mm -hmm. and so the baby didn't get the vaccine, but six-month-old baby dies mm. with inflamed arteries, right? Yes. Uh, and what else? Blood clots. Yes. Um, from, and how's that possible? From Right, from the mother getting the Pfizer vaccine. Because uh, they're... Second six-month-old baby. I don't know how old the first one was, but the... Come on. Oh, but no, it's good. It's good for the baby. Yeah, you should get it. And, and totally. this article was just released to the American College of OB and UIN. They say Insulting. that there's no evidence of adverse effects of the vaccine on pregnant women or their babies. I'm like, wait a minute. And it says, meanwhile, there is emerging evidence of unvaccinated women at risk of having stillbirth after contracting COVID-19. This no, no, is crazy. That, that's, such, that's first of all, that, that, the JAMA right mm -hmm. i mean we looked at that they we know that that was a lie right we know that the women in that study 
right? And the, the women that actually ended up having miscarriages after getting the vaccine, it was crazy. Once they adjusted the numbers for what they should have been, was insane. Well, remember, we do have the VAER system, and you just have to look up on there and see that what they're saying is not true. Such and lies. multiple lies. Ind- independent analysis of the VAER system is saying, hey, look, 85% of the reports on there are difficult to in any way discount, right? And remember, yeah. when, you, when you take into account the fact that there's an incredible amount of underreporting, here yeah that's that's when you start to realize wow you know this is really a cover-up of of the things that are happening and we all know people that have had all of these things and had these things happen Mm -hmm. to them personally and you know again i have a a patient of mine that had the eric clapton thing happen to them Mm. she reported it to Mm. various right she she has all the emails and documentations and the report number and then all of a sudden it's gone Mm. And she tries to start all over again. She actually called them and says, well, we have no record of this. She says, I'm looking at my email. Wow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> of what she's going through. So these are the these are the kinds of cover-ups, you know, that seem to be happening in the world. And, uh, you know, we just need to be aware that luckily we have that system. It, it is insulting. And I just want to add one last thing. I know I said that, but I lied. I have one, <laughs> la- I do have one last thing. I have one thing to say, too, is first off, a lot of the, you know, these people that are making these laws and, and saying this to these military, I, I don't see a lot of their sons and daughters fighting on the front lines. Yes. I'm sorry, they're not. Yeah. They're, so most of them are millionaires, let's face it. Okay. And listen, it's okay. Dude. There's nothing wrong with being a millionaire or anything like that. I'm sorry, but I mean, you can, you're just sitting there and you're ruining these people's lives. You're shaming them and they're doing, they're, fi- they're putting their lives on the line for us. I mean, this is just ridiculous. This is crazy. And I want to talk about hundreds, get this, hundreds of Navy SEALs were told that they will not be deployed unless they receive the vaccine. And by the way, this is in the Orleans Times Herald, which has been around since 1860 in New York. And it says, and the guy who is uh, responsible, who, well, they believe is responsible for shooting um, Ben Laden himself, Robert O'Neill. He says generally there's about 2,500 Navy SEALs. This is what O'Neill just said. He said a former Navy SEAL, who again, who claims to have killed Ben Laden, um, it says it takes time to get to this level. And he says hundreds of Navy SEALs are going to be leaving now over this nonsense. He said the only people who are going to be benefiting this is Russia, China, terrorist groups, Taliban, and other adversaries around the world. If you well, don't think that's intentional, you're is. a fool. Mm-hmm. You're blind and you're a fool. This is all intentional. Yeah. And it's happening around the world. Yeah, I know. mean, this is this is to weaken the military, the US military. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you know, meanwhile, China building super soldier. Pretty scary. Pretty scary. So, you know, when we talk about the COVID narrative, you know, it always gets back to the lies and the lies and the cover-ups. And so the cooking of the books, right, is really an issue here. So I decided to just take a few things to kind of help us understand, you know, how we know that something... Wait, there's a cookbook? There's a COVID cookbook? It's a cookbook of deception. (laughs) Martha Stewart. (laughs) It's by Fauci. That's how to make total crap. (laughs) So Pelosi. Lots of vodka. Here's the thing. Remember, every time you turn on the television, they're trying to tell you how great the vaccine is. Meanwhile, we see it do nothing but get worse every day, right? And meanwhile, we look at these other countries, and we're going to talk about some of these countries. But one of the reasons this is happening is because as of May 1st, the CDC now only tracks a fraction of the breakthrough COVID-19 infections. 
Okay, that's even though we're seeing this surge of cases. Right. Remember, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we, we remember we played the clips with Fauci and and Walensky <laughs> admitting, oh, as if they were surprised. Oh well, I'm sorry. Denied you can actually get this. You can actually spread this. Right. So again, by them not tracking the un, the vaccinated, <laughs> yeah, they actually created I another know. surge. Right? right. Number two. And the second thing is, is that they're so all crazy. of a sudden turning about face. Right. So remember, any any group of people that you keep statistics on right. is always going to look worse than the people you don't keep any statistics. Right. On. right. So well, here they are. They doesn't keep make com- any sense. That's right. They're comparing the vaccinated to the unvaccinated. <laughs> right. Oh, but we don't keep any statistics. Well, you're not actually on- comparing them then. That's <laughs> right. You're not. When I look at apples to um, say. Oranges? Um, apples? <laughs> There's more apples. Right. So bizarre. And, How did and, that happen? And again, this is designed to hide <laughs> the truth from us. Right. Right. And now here's the other thing. People don't realize that the hospitals are full, right? We, we've got multiple ideas of that. But did you know that half of the people that are in the hospital have mild or asymptomatic cases. But, now that's according to the Atlantic.com and the night the actual name of the article was our most reliable pandemic number is losing meaning. Meaning that if these people are in the hospital, but they're not there for anything serious or even maybe having any symptoms, now you start to think about, well, why? How is that possible? It's simple. It's called a COVID diagnosis. And that COVID diagnosis has once again been bumped up in the level of money that they can get. Okay. And that's what this is about. That's why they're canceling these other things because they have their meal ticket, right? And you have to remember, the media is fully aware of this. So uh, (laughs) when they're reporting these numbers as, oh my gosh, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. They're saying these things knowing that the only number they have gotten from the CDC is that they've only been counting the unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. So they're complicit in this. How ridiculous is that? Think about that. So they're sitting there on air, literally looking straight, dead-eyed into that camera and saying, the numbers of the unvaccinated have gone up approximately this much in the hospitals that are full of unvaccinated. Well, that's the only thing you can say because that's the only number you've counted. But I want you to really unpack that and think, why is the other person sitting next to them not saying, well, that is all we can count because we don't have numbers for the vaccinated we can't compare them that is so calculated Mm -hmm. right and manipulative Mm -hmm. um but why is the other reporter i mean isn't aren't we supposed to have truth in that truth in reporting so the fact that that's not happening is um one there's something else going on right because if they're all in on it that's yeah. such mm-hmm. oh well, this so is, how do you really feel about uh, it seriously <laughs> again it's shocking that they could have hospitals that have 50 percent of the people there with very little symptoms or none being treated for covid right and there's but, no challenge from right. anybody about this but mm-hmm. how many of the like your family don't know that that actual truth of it like they're listening to this and going well they must be comparing it to something to be able to say that right Right. how much like i know like no one in my family seems to be able to understand no actually in may they stopped doing that like you know right it's ridiculous it gets worse um the cdc now and again by the way that first study came from propublica.org 
and that's just talking about the change with the CDC and their tracking. This one um, comes from, um, it's from Fox News, and it just basically says the CDC urges labs to use COVID tests that can differentiate from the flu. Now, Wait, did you they hear can't. that again? That means, <laughs> they can't. that means that they are using a COVID test that does not discriminate between the COVID and the flu. And all they need is that positive test, which can be, again, 80 to 90 percent false positives if they just spin it out a few extra times and as long as they do that then they get a person in a hospital bed and they get the fourteen thousand dollars no no they're using a magic eight ball (laughs) i know that's what they're doing you know they've got a bunch of magic eight balls and they go let me see is this one a flu now yes you, or no? You talk about mandates. Right here we are all dealing with mandates. Try again later. So when did they mandate Science a maybe? little more accurate, um, you know, testing for COVID, you know, trying to exclude just people with the flu? Oh, that's next year. No, right? no I, I think the eight ball is, the magic eight ball is more accurate. Well, it Probably. could be. Yeah. You, you can start to see, again, because the problem with the test being able to spun out and still meet the FDA's requirements, and you have multiple testimonies saying if you're doing that, all you're getting is just, you know, basically pieces of nucleotides. You're not mm. getting, you're going to get false positives. Mm. Okay, it gets mm. worse. <laughs> okay. Wait, there's more. Oh, right. great. Now, this one was from Telegraph, and again, um, magazine, that's co.uknews, and over half of the COVID hospitalizations tested positive after admission, which means these people (laughs) are going there for all kinds of reasons that have nothing to do with COVID or COVID symptoms. But once they get there, Mm -hmm. right, they are being what? Diagnosed with COVID because why? That is the money. Money, money, money. Money, 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 money. right? And they have a test, even if they have the flu. And they spin it out a few extra times, and they get lots of false positives. Magic 8-ball told me you So you can see here, it it gets to be ridiculous. So, you know, when I go back and start to think about my childhood stories, and you start to think about, you know, the emperor's new clothes, and you think about, you know, COVID, right? Now, we are absolutely saying that this is real, and we have, I've been sick three times in my lifetime and thought I was going to die from the flu. Um, I didn't get anything bad when I had the COVID, but you know, Alex and Rob, I mean, they went through it. So yep. we're not oh, yeah. saying that. No, no, we, we know, right? we know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's, it was terrible. It was. Yeah. yeah I'll be honest. For real. Yeah. But it's we're sad. saying that there's not something statistically different from right. other things. Right. And more right. specifically, we're not saying that, you know, somehow we should lose all of our freedoms over right. something like this. Right. And both know. my kids, just so you know, and I don't mind telling my, I have an 11 and 16 year old. My 11 year old had, let's see, um, had a little headache on a Friday and Saturday he was playing video games, jumping around like a, a maniac and lost his taste for two days. My 16 year old um, lost his taste for like two days and um, just was a little tired. That was it. Right. Yep. Right. But just because, you know, Rob and I had it and we both admit it sucks doesn't mm-hmm. mean that we now shouldn't get to choose what happens to our bodies. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? It has nothing to do with that. Uh, right. Yeah, exactly. And that's ridiculous. Right. Um, yeah. And it also doesn't mean that somebody have to shut right. down their business. Right. And, and it know, also doesn't mean, though, that somebody else gets to decide what I do to my own body. That's right. like the equivalent of me looking inside my neighbor's home right. and saying, I don't like what they're doing in there. Right. <laughs> this is definitely homeowners no. association syndrome. Yeah, These sure. are people that are running around your neighborhood. I can saying, see what you're doing in there and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't right. like it. Your mailbox is right. in disrepair. <laughs> right. Right. Or looking in your house and going, why are you guys doing that in there? <laughs> right. Well, 
don't look in my house. Well, this is mm -hmm. the most important thing we have. This is the temple or my favorite, of the Holy right. Spirit. The celebrities get, that get the abortion but now go, you guys have to take the vaccine. Right, right, Well, right, you were right. free to get an abortion. Right, it was Why? your body then, right. but now it's now not, it's not. Mine, right? right, right, right. So, you know, that's one of the big things is we need to realize that we see some major um, books being cooked and yes. they're financially incentivized. Does that make sense? The tests are inaccurate. And again, now admittedly, uh, testing for things that are not COVID, right? So when we come back to the next crux to the issue, you know, it's only recently that, that Fauci's even admitted that there was actually, you know, natural immunity was a possibility here. So talking about natural immunity, remember, when you get natural immunity, your body really gets kind of a, of a 3D image of what's coming into your body as far as a foreign substance that it needs to fight. When they give you, you know, specific or artificial immunity, they're, they're trying to get your body to recognize a particular receptor. And certainly this can help you to identify these things. But the bottom line is, is that natural immunity is much longer lasting. It's much more general in nature. It means that it can intercept all kinds of different variants. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So these are the things things that are going on as far as that goes that we need to understand that there's a big difference and here's really the bottom line for Christians do you really think these guys are smarter than God I mean uh, honestly yeah, no. do you really think that somehow <laughs> because of how smart they are we should take and overwrite something that God wrote when he created us right mm -hmm. and yeah. he says hey I want you to make these kinds of proteins in your body and yet now we take these spike proteins and we make them everywhere and we put them everywhere. And that's where a lot of the health problems come in. Mm -hmm. So let's talk specifically about natural immunity. This was a study that came out of news and again, dash medical.net. And the name of it is scientists identify naturally SARS-CoV-2 super immunity against 23 variants. Now remember, this is the issue, right? We are dealing with this situation where we have clearly a vaccine that's failed. And where do people go immediately? Well, it's because the variants, right? And then people are blaming, right? People that are unvaccinated for creating these variants. And yet here we have a situation where that's impossible. Here we have an right. immunity from somebody that's unvaccinated that's actually immune to 23 variants. Right. Right. right? Yep. So right. what's the problem? Right. The problem is the people are that are getting vaccinated are not going to have the better immunity. Now, if you go back to that clip we played from Dr. David Bauer, right? Mm -hmm. He talked about how there's something called neutralizing antibodies. Right. This is what we're talking about. So here's what came out in this study. Again, this was done by international scientists. They found an ultra potent okay, antibody for basically these are from people that have had COVID and then got over it. Okay. And here's what they said. They are capable of neutralizing, again, a wide range. But listen, in addition, this is right from the study, the combinations of these antibodies reduce the risk of generating escape mutants, okay, in vitro. Now, what did that just mean? It says that when you have natural immunity, okay, and up to these 23 variants, it means that these natural immune people do not have any escape convicts. 
okay? They don't get away. <laughs> and because they don't get away, they don't go out and form a new band, okay? Or a new Never gang. Never me, Kappa. Right? Mm -hmm. I won't figure and out so again, this mm -hmm. is another situation Skate that proves <laughs> that natural immunity, okay, is not going to let these mutants escape. It's the escape mutants that are creating new variants. And this is what we'll come back to another in another point. Okay? And again, what are we talking about? We're talking about these very potent neutralizing antibodies that have more of a generalized type of immunity that can pick up all kinds of different variants. Um, this is another paper. It was uh, bio, B-I-O, and then dot papers, dot bar. <laughs> Bingo was his name. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but the name of the study is Antibody Evolution After SARS-CoV-2 mRNA Vaccination. Now, they talk about a lot of things in there, but they do talk about how there is a little bit of a memory thing happening here. And they found out that people that have natural infection have greater potency and breadth okay, than antibodies elicited by vaccination. Okay? And it's also, it's not that there's not a boost in vaccinated individuals. Okay? Um, it's that there's, there's kind of a quantitative increase with them. But the qualitative, in other words, the ability of these antibodies to pick things up, the quantitative increase in plasma, okay, is not is is what's there. But there's not a qualitative advantage, mm -hmm. meaning that natural immunity has a qualitative advantage because it it's able to pick up on these variants and and immobilize them. And so, because natural immunity destroys variants, by very definition, you cannot blame, okay unvaccinated people for creating variants their immunity it would be the one that would have a chance to destroy them yep. this is another one again this one came uh, from news-medical.net um, and this one goes basic it's called antibody response following SARS-CoV-2 infection more potent than vaccine elicited ones I'm going to read this straight out this is from Michael Neuschweigen and colleagues Memory antibodies selected over time by natural infection have greater potency and breadth than antibodies elicited by vaccination. Now, that's one of the things that they concluded. It also goes on to say that the team concluded that antibody evolution differs in convalescent and vaccinated individuals. That's a way of saying unvaccinated versus vaccinated. In that, there is less affinity, maturation, and little increase in breadth between two and five months after mRNA vaccinations. So they're saying that after you get through these two to five months, we're seeing a huge difference with people that are unvaccinated versus people. And this is why they've come out with the boosters. You know, we'll talk about boosters as we kind of go along here. Um, one more quote here. <clears throat> Boosted vaccinated individuals with currently available mRNA vaccines would produce, again, this quantitative increase, but a qualitative disadvantage against variants. Okay. So in other words, they have a disadvantage against variants obtained by the vaccine because the vaccine is going to help us partic recognize partic a particular variant. It does not help us to recognize other variants, only the one that you're being vaccinated against. And of course, this is great for all these companies because, I mean, every variant would need its own vaccine. That's what I'm trying to tell you, right? Mm -hmm. So this is a never-ending 
scenario where you need, they need access to your body. And that's when it becomes, starts to become scary. Um, this is the next one. This came right out of the blaze. Neurologist explains why unvaccinated, previously infected people are less likely to spread COVID than the people that have never been affected from the vaccine. So Dr. Michael Siegel, a neurologist and neuroscientist, and he wrote this paper for the Wall Street Journal. And what he found is that people who have COVID-19 and recovered should not be required to get the vaccine because they are less likely to spread the virus than vaccinated people. Okay, so here's another scientist saying this. Now remember, who did Fauci call to be a super spreader? <laughs> yeah, everybody that took the vaccine. Now, mm -hmm. again, that's what we've talked about that guy. What was his name that was talking about? Am I a superhero or am I a super Michael spreader? Michael Rappaport. Mm -hmm. Yes, and oh, he's, yeah, he's yeah, a lovely yeah. piece of work. Mm -hmm. um, so they had to bleep out half of his article. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> but, you know, if, <laughs> if you are looking at this equation, in, in seeing what we were told and now seeing what we're being told. It's such a dramatic difference that it's really difficult to believe. So hopefully you're getting the picture that natural immunity is 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 absolutely amazing compare in comparison. Now, these next ones we're going to talk about, again, are just talking about how the fact that these vaccines are failing. Not only are they not better than natural immunity, they're not really working. Um, this one came out of worldnewsera.com. This is Professor Sir Andrew Pollard. Okay, and the name of the article is Delta Variant Has Ruined Hopes of Herd Immunity, experts say. Now, what do you guys remember that I love to talk about herd immunity? Who's my favorite doctor's group? Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the like Great Barrington great Declaration. Barrington. See, I haven't yeah, talked about that. You haven't talked about them in a long Remember, time. Remember, guys, like Surprise. Right. this, this <laughs> is like 14 <laughs> to 16 months ago. The Great Barrington Declaration. Yes. 55,000 doctors. Hey, 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 55,000 doctors. Signed it saying, hey, look. 12 Helen degree. That's right. We, <laughs> we don't need to do all this stuff. There is an alternative, but specifically... Natural immunity is the only solution. And here we are coming back, and they were absolutely right, right by everything. And when I saw that one, of course, I signed up. So kudos to them. I'm mm -hmm. just tapping your on the hat and saying, hey, you guys were right. Mm -hmm. Here's what uh, Sir Andrew Pollard says. The Delta variant of coronavirus has rendered any chance of attaining herd immunity, okay, which means through, from their perspective, through vaccination, impossible. Okay, and he, again, is the head of the Oxford Vaccine Group. Okay, He referred to the idea at this point as mythical. Somebody should tell our president. Somebody should tell everybody here because people are losing their jobs. People are being dishonorably discharged for something that is at this point a myth. Mm. Okay, He went on to add, we don't have anything that will stop transmission. So I think we are in a situation here, okay, where this current variant, where herd immunity is not possible because it still infects vaccinated individuals. Mm -hmm. And he went on to say, the next thing, now this is prophetic. I want you to remember this. He predicted something, that the next thing that we may see is a variant, which is perhaps even better at transmitting in vaccinated populations. Hmm. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. Here's a guy who's saying, now remember, not only is he saying, hey, the, there's nowhere to go. The vaccine road is dead. Right. Right. If you're following that, that's that's just a fable at this right, point. Right. Okay. So now he's saying, hey, the fact that you did these things, 
you've got this specific immunity. Mm-hmm. Now it actually might set you up mm-hmm. for being susceptible to mm-hmm. particular variants. Mm-hmm. Whereas people that didn't take the vaccine will mm-hmm. have this more generalized. Right. So that even more of a reason, he says, there's not, that's more of a reason not to be taking a vaccine. Okay, to somehow create herd immunity. Mm-hmm. Now, there's been lots of virologists that have been warning, you do not take, in the middle of a pandemic, you don't do this. You don't vaccinate people, force vaccinate people, when they have no risk of dying of something. Right. All you're going to do is create variants. Right. Now, we go right back to Israel, right? And this is Dr. Kobe Haviv. Now, I actually watched this video, and then actually somebody later wrote an article that I ended up finding out of. This is what he said. And remember, they're somewhere between, I believe, around 82% is what this article said. Okay? And this is what the doctor said. Most of the people are vaccinated, talking about who goes to the hospital. Okay? And he's the medical director of Herzog Medical Hospital in Jerusalem. He says most people are vaccinated, and 90, okay, he says, then he backtracks. He goes, 85 to 90% of all the hospitalizations here are fully vaccinated people. The vaccine, its effectiveness is waning, right? Mm. So anyone who is honest with themselves, and again, we knew this a long time ago. Um, it wasn't going to take 70%. If something works, folks, it works. You can't then go, oh, it doesn't work because there's a variant. They knew there was mm. variants when they made these things, mm-hmm. right? Remember, there was the one in Australia. There was yep. one in the British yep. one, the mm-hmm. African one. I mean, there was variants all along, but we were told 90% effectiveness, right? Mm. Now, here's another one. Iceland, herd immunity must be achieved by transmitting the virus. And this was from heartlanddaily.com. Okay, it comes right from Iceland. If you go, if you go to it, it's it's a little hard to read because they speak Icelandic, <laughs> and that was kind of interesting for me. But the bottom line is, they're saying we've gone down the vaccine road, and there's nowhere to go. It's not working. The only way we're going to get herd immunity is to just let people get it. This is the big one. Um, Alex just sent me this the other day, and this is from the WHO's World Healthcare Organization's European Director. Okay. And this, uh, this came from the dailymail.co.uk um, news, okay? Um, COVID vaccines won't end pandemic, and officials must now gradually adapt strategy to cope with inevitable spread of virus. And that's, again, from Hans Kluge, and it's K-L-U-G-E, and he is the president of the European branch of the World Healthcare Organization. And here's what he says that these jabs will not end the pandemic. And that's mainly because of the variants. Okay, In May, though, the same man said that once they reach 70%, okay, then people that had received both doses, that this pandemic would go away. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Now he goes, wait a minute, we're pay past that. And bottom line, it's getting worse. So now what do we need to do? We need to accept this fact and look at other options. But is anybody in America talking about this? No. Right? What is anybody around the world in Australia talking about this? There's nowhere to go. The road they're trying to take you down, other countries have followed this road, and it is a complete dead end. Now, let's blow it up. This is bizpackreview.com. The title of this one was, The CDC Director Admits There is an Increased Risk of Severe Disease Among Those Who Are Early Vaccinated. Did you just hear that? 
The people were admitting here. The CDC director is admitting. Now remember, they're going to say, well, the people who took this at first were older and they were prioritized and they had more what? Underlying conditions, mm -hmm. right? But here they are saying there's an increased risk of severe disease among those early vaccinated people. Mm -hmm. Now that is shocking, mm -hmm. okay? What they just admitted is we made it worse, right? Right? Mm -hmm. We are admitting there's an increased risk for those people. Right now, that's why they came up with the boosters. Okay, and again, you tie back to what Dr. Bauer said that these general neutralizing antibodies they go down five to six fold after the second shot, and it's worse for people that are older, and it's worse the longer you go between. So the reason they've approved these boosters, right, is all gets down to one thing: people are actually going to start dying more we're going to see more people die because they've lowered these people's immune system. So here you see the CDC director actually admitting as much, and yet people are still wondering about whether they should take a vaccine, right? Completely pushing forward in America as if you're suddenly clueless, or you're the stupidest person on the planet for not taking this vaccine, right? Remember, Trump is telling us, yeah, we should take the vaccine. I mean, virtually all the people that we sometimes look up to as supporting our freedoms are taking this and they're not talking about the incredible reality that this is the dumbest idea of humanity at this point. It's clearly not working. You know, um, Alex was talking to me the other day. She did a little research on some of the most vaccinations. So the four most vaccinated, the places that have the most vaccinations up to 85% of the population is vaccinated are actually level four as far as traveling to for the CDC for highest levels of COVID, interestingly enough, right? That's because the vaccination must work, right? So uh, United Arab Emirates, right? They have 92% of their population vaccinated. They're at what, level three. That is the lowest of the four. Portugal, 88% of their population vaccinated, level four. That is the highest, by the way, of the COVID levels for the CDC. Spain, 80% of the population vaccinated, level four. Israel, we know, one of the most vaccinated places. They are at the highest level, level four. Seychelles, also highest level of vaccination, highest level of COVID. Portugal, same thing. Highest level of vaccination, highest level of COVID. And you can see that there's something very odd going on, right? I mean, if they have the most amount of vaccinated people, then they should have, I mean, if your vaccine works, then it should also stand to reason that you have the lowest number of COVID. I can guarantee if this was vitamin D distribution or ivermectin, you start to right. see but, some of these other things, well, we, we it, sh it should does. see some India, effect. Right, we should. I mean, India, when they stopped giving the vaccination and they started giving ivermectin and vitamin D in wellness packets, their COVID... Uh, patients dropped so mm. it actually does work this is ridiculous so if like i know fauci keeps telling us to follow the science follow the science well if we follow the science <laughs> accurately you know by scientific method and all um yeah your vaccine doesn't work if we follow the science <laughs> it's ridiculous i'm so tired of being told to follow science that actually isn't science well, i don't care how many times he says it I mean, it's pretty easy to go there and see exactly what the charts say and then look at these people with the, the most vaccinated countries in the world and they're struggling more than anybody else. They're at the top of the list. Yeah, remember Princess Bride? Inconceivable. Yes. <laughs> but, but I'm starting to think it's like, 
I don't think that word means what you think it means. I think for Fauci, I don't think he knows what the word science means. Right. <laughs> inconceivable. Yes. <laughs> That's what's inconceivable. That's good. I think, I think he thinks science means something else. <laughs> hmm. We should ask him to define it. <laughs> a SOA 3 mask. What is science? <laughs> and I'm doing quotation fingers mean to you. There's baby quotation fingers out right now. <laughs> right. Please define it, 3 mask. Well, you know, and I, I think, you know, you look at lots of things and, um, you know, I think Dr. Phil says, you know, that past behavior is a great predictor of future behavior. But here you have people that, again, hey, we're going down this road, right? Just as I've said, and these countries are already down the end of that road and they're saying, look, this is a dead end and we're still barreling forward, right? As if we, we, we're so stupid that we can't look and see what's happening around the world. And that's how they're cloistering us. They're, they're not letting us see what's happening. And here you have Sweden, right? And uh, completely doing something different. And here they don't want to let you come to their, to their country yeah. or Portugal. If you're from Israel. Yeah. yeah. You know, so this is, this is where they're boycotting people from, from other places. Or, mm. well, even if we follow the science, can I talk about how we are currently vaccinating, right, for alpha variant right so you know we're using we can't be vaccinating for delta right and right so we're actually using the vaccine vaccine for the alpha variant which mm -hmm. is no longer around right for delta right and so when this what is mui was that what's the next one mui, i don't know what it's called we're, we need one for every single right. one mm -hmm. right That'd so be nice. right so by the time <laughs> that one so that one's just starting to come around that is we'll be using the delta Mm -hmm. right vaccine mm -hmm. for that one you know because we can't uh move Always into behind. right unless we do some montauk or philadelphia project experiment mm -hmm. and and somehow walk into that and get that one ahead of time we'll always be behind the curve mm -hmm. right and yet somehow uh that's just so unscientific <laughs> what the how right. how dare i right but it's ridiculous no yeah, we're always going to be behind that curve. Yet, because of the way that we're doing it, always going to be creating the next mutant mm. vaccine. Like and for the, I mean, one yes, nails COVID. To the floor. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're never going to get ahead of it. it mm -hmm. And the, you're always going to be creating these new mutant strains. And But you got to get one for every one. That's the key. And that's when <laughs> right, you start to right. realize, or I can it's get, like a back, gotta get, get them all. much better. Get them all ability to deal with variants through natural all. immunity right? right right now again we are you know not necessarily anti-vaxxers you know our children right. have had a lot of vaccinations mm -hmm. rob what what did your what did you do for your kids they i mean they had all of them you know that, right that are that are you're supposed to get when you when you're you go to see your pediatrician we got them all everyone right. there we were told to get we got you right. know and my 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 ex-wife she's a nurse and i trusted her and we got every one of them right now, we, we held off on a, on several of them and so on and so forth. We delayed um, some, yeah. Mm -hmm. you but know. they still got them, but yep. they, we waited a bit. Sure. But <laughs> can we talk about the, all the lying? We can, but I was going to ask Rob oh, a question because sure. he was telling me a funny story about when he was a kid and he would oh. get sick and, oh, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they would say, oh, you're not allowed to take an antibiotic. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. The antibiotics because Rob, because 
listen, if you <laughs> take all those antibiotics, then they won't work anymore. And right. I, I knew that, yeah. like, growing up, like, when I, I remember that from, like, in middle school. you got to save that, them for know, when you really right, need them. Exactly. Save them because if you use them, and they're not going to work anymore. That's right. So, I mean, come on. And this is the same thing, too. You right. can see that, that. Yeah. the idea that, you know, if you're overusing antibiotics, that's mm-hmm. really what has created some of the super strains of bacteria, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so here we have the same thing that what they're trying to do, folks, is they're trying to divide us. They are trying to make vaccinated people hate unvaccinated people, right? Mm-hmm. And they're trying to do the same thing to the people that have been unvaccinated, okay? And I just want to know that, I want everybody to know that whether you've been vaccinated or unvaccinated, we still love you, okay? Absolutely. And you are still created in God's image, And uh, but we want to bring people together you know, no matter whether you've been vaccinated or not vaccinated, right. that was your choice. Mm-hmm. And and people need to have freedom to make these choices. Yep. And that's what we're really all about. And so we're we're trying to bring people together over this issue. Right. right. But again, what are they using? This is a great couple of things I'm going to say here. Now, this was what well, actually uh, came out of the NIH.gov uh, and NCBI.NLM. And the name of this one is called... And it says it all, really. We don't have to say anything else. But imperfect vaccinations can enhance the transmission of highly virulent pathogens, right? Now, what is that saying? It's saying that all vaccines are synthetic and they're only going to give your body a snapshot of a particular part of whatever this pathogen is, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then again, that means if it doesn't give a really good picture your body might fail to recognize it. And now we get some what? Escape convicts. (laughs) And then what does this do? It enhances the transmission of highly virulent pathogens. Now, this is another article saying that once again, problematic vaccines that are not very good are going to create highly virulent pathogens, which we would call what? So that means we can assume we're talking about it creating new variants, right? So this is, again, another part of what we're saying that this vaccinated narrative is actually the one that's creating these mutants, right? These different variations. Now, Gert Vandenbosch, okay, and again, you can actually look him up. He's got his own name and et cetera on his own website, and he absolutely chimes on this. And he's been doing this, folks, for over a year. He's saying that mass infection, okay, prevention, mass vaccinations with leaky, when he says leaky, he's talking about ineffective or imperfect COVID-9 vaccines in the midst of a pandemic can only breed highly infectious variants. Okay, they know what they're doing, folks. This vaccine is being mandated because they want to create as many virulent, okay, uh, variants as this as they can. That way, the COVID narrative can never end. Mm. And their access to your body can never end. Mm. And pretty soon, everybody's business and life and family, okay, only people that work at home, right? Mm-hmm. You start to think about what this would really do if this was the new living conditions. And that's exactly what they're trying to engineer with mm-hmm. the creation. And I'm really kind of done calling these other variants. I'm just going to call them what they are. These are vaccine variants. But this is not the only truth they're trying to you know, obscure. It really gets down to not just that the vaccine isn't working, that it's creating variants. <laughs> they're obscuring any kind of other alternative treatments. Sure. I, just like the president wants to block uh, monoclonal antibodies from getting to Florida. Mm-hmm. We know that 
uh, he has tried to stop anything from getting here that might actually help people mm. that isn't the vaccine, right. right? And that's why he tried to block that from getting here. But Ron DeSantis has secured <laughs> his own way of getting more. <laughs> I know, he's awesome. We love him. <laughs> DeSantis 2024, but please don't take him away from us. I know. But please, please do, know. but don't. I we know. love him. It's a tough one. Right. Um, but he has secured a way to get more here because Biden specifically was trying to block that treatment. And it has actually helped a lot of people and yes. saved lives. And Rob, tell us about that experience. Yes. Well, thanks to Alex, actually, because <laughs> I seriously, I was really not feeling well. And um, I get a text from Alex and says, she says at what hey, time in the morning? I, I want to say it was like five in the morning. No, no. Was it, it, when was that? No. I don't remember. 4 a.m. Was it four? Yeah, Close it was something like that. Oh, yeah, it was like something like four in the morning. And, uh, and I was like, and I was awake. I'm like, why is she texting me at four in the morning? And she's like, hey, have you heard about this? I booked you an appointment. I'm like, what are you talking about? And it's the uh, Regeneron, <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, I don't even know what you're talking. about. I don't about. need any facial treatments. Yeah, right I now. know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to a spa day tomorrow. I'm not feeling well. She's like, No, you have to do this. It's going to make you feel better. And I booked it for you. I said, Okay, I'm in. If it'll make me feel better, then I'm in. Yeah. No, I had. Okay, so I had. It was like three or four in the morning, and I was so tired because I had had a Bible study that day, and people were over till 10.30, from 6 till 10.30 for that Bible study, and I was tired, and I had school, mm. and but I couldn't sleep. I woke up in like middle of the night, morning actually, and was like, uh, Rob's not feeling, and I knew he'd been sick for a long time, and I was like, the Holy Spirit woke me up and was like, Rob mm -hmm. needs you to pray for him right now. I knew he was sick. Um, and was not doing well because by then it was like day 11. 11-ish? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think and, it was um, 11, yeah. And Rob, I wanted to say that that particular night I was sleeping incredibly well. Oh, jeez. I don't know Thanks. why. Appreciate I appreciate it. <laughs> he was so mad you at me. You should have been up worrying about me all night. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. had her phone on it. It was, of course, just light enough to go, oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and so I was like, ah, I know. There's no way he's up. Yes, <laughs> no, yes, And that's yes. what he tried to convince me. And I was like, no, he is. And so I started looking for places to get Rob, because I knew that if Rob was as sick as I was, that he would not have the mental uh, capacity or right. the ability to make an appointment for himself. And I was like, right. well, I know his information. I'm going to make an appointment for him. Yep. So I found the place that was nearest, and I, I found the uh, first appointment that morning for him. And, right. and then I was like, you know what? And I was like, if I am not crazy, if this is really the Holy Spirit talking to me, Rob will be up right now. <laughs> and it was literally like three or four in the morning. And then I texted him. I was like, hey, Rob, are you okay right now? Right. Yes, and yes. he was not okay. No, he, he was, was up. <laughs> he was, in fact, up. And so then I was like, okay. So it was right. And I said, hey, I made um, this appointment for you. We're going to go in the morning when they open. I just, I was like, I have a few questions. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great. And I had a, at the time, I had a 101.5 fever. Oh, wow. And, uh, and she goes, uh, well, is 9.45? Too? I go, no, it's not. I just I remember I was like, no, everything's great. Let's just go. Let's go. Yeah. And she came, picked me up, and took me there. And I have to tell you, it was, it was fantastic. It was like going to the DMV. As soon yeah, as I got quick. there, they got me right in. And it's they get busy. you down, you give you uh, two shots. Where arm, do you go to the DMV? I, I know, right? It was I'll, better than the DMV. But I guess what I mean by that is there was probably, I'm not exaggerating, 40 people there maybe. And we were all in this little um, lobby and they call your name and then you, you go in this little um, behind these drapes and 
you get two shots in your right arm, two shots in your left. They also have a, a like an IV option, but they didn't at that location. And I have mm-hmm. to tell you, and then they monitored you, you for about 45 minutes afterwards, you know, to make sure you don't have any yeah. adverse effects or whatnot. But let me tell you what, after, I mean, 30 minutes, I was feeling better. Yeah. That afternoon, that evening, I ate chocolate chip cookies with milk. Oh, wow. I ate ramen noodles. And I um, ate like, uh, I think it was two corn dogs. <laughs> he, he hadn't really been able to eat. That's what he's not telling you. He yeah, had, I lost like 12 pounds. Yeah, you looked really bad, actually. Really bad. I was not sexy at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I, I mean, I can't comment on that. I'm married, so I don't I don't know those things. La, but, la, la, la. No, I can't I hear you. <laughs> but uh, I know he looks bad. But Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to go. And so I don't know. I did notice, though, a, it was a lot of people going in and out of that place. Mm. Um probably like 20, 30 people in the span of an hour or so. Yeah. And, um, but seeing them walk in, they walked out totally different. Absolutely. So yeah. it was, but they did tell, I guess they told him that by, and now mind you, he was so ill. Very sick. Right. And they told him by that afternoon yep. that he would start to feel better. And they yep. said by the next day, right, you'll yep. feel totally different. Absolutely. And he was like. And it was. That yeah. was on a Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. And I went to work on Monday. Yeah. And I was fine. And about three o'clock, I started getting a little tired, but I, I was fine. That's when he started I was the fine. intervenous drip of Dr. Pepper. Yes. I started doing <laughs> I don't know why Dr. they're not Pepper. our sponsor yet. They, I'm telling Come you, Dr. Guys, Pepper, give us. me a call. You, right. have, you have our info. Send me a direct message. Right. Let's go. But no, I will be ever indebted to Alex for that that uh, 4 a.m. text. So no, how do you no, feel no. that our president thinks we shouldn't have these options? That right? is completely ridiculous. Oh, oh, let me say something more about this. I was talking to a friend of mine in New York, right? Right. And he's in his mid 30s, but still he was feeling he was on day four. And he's like, I just don't even feel like getting up and going to the bathroom because <laughs> oh, wow. it makes me tired. He goes, but I'm going to toughen through. I'm going to muscle through this. And I go, well, why don't you just go, to, you know, get some uh, Regeneron and just go make an appointment and just do that. He goes, what are you talking about? And so I start talking to him about, you know, da, 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 and he's like, we don't have that. Like, no, just Google it. I said, let me Google it for you. I'm thinking he's just not feeling good. I go to, I can't find anything in wow. his county, all this stuff. So they don't have it. Anymore. They don't have it. They don't have it. So wow. you think about this. Here we are in a, in a pandemic where nothing, the vaccine, their solution is not working. And right. probably creating, again, people are getting worse. Now they need boosters, right? Mm-hmm. And now they're creating variants. Right. You start to go, oh, well, you, you, this is, should be the part where we realize if these people are purposely restricting things they know will help us, right? What what really are they? Wow, that's right? crazy. Yeah, yeah. Put, I mean, yeah. wow. I mean, this is this is this is not political. No. This is your health. People mm-hmm. are dying yeah. here. Yeah, right. And they should have access. The fact that CVS, okay, the fact that Walgreens, if you get a doctor's script for ivermectin and they won't fill it, mm. that is ridiculous. Yep. It's ridiculous. It's evil. Right? It really is and evil. It's mean. Right? Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> it's just downright and, mean. And who do they Inhumane. think? Inhumane. Who do yeah. they think they are? Right? Who do they and think it's time we tell these governments, again, we talked about standing up and passive what? Mm-hmm. Resistance. Right. But we have to stand up and say, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? You wow. know, and so there's so many, we talked about a conspiracy theory last week, you know, in some passages um that we got into we'll give that other story but i do want to because we're getting almost out of time i wanted to talk about because we all got a chance to listen to Catherine austin fitz and she's the formal federal uh housing commissioner that was that was a really amazing interview 
Yeah, a- absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was amazing. And just so you know, that's uh, the office that Ben Carson just uh, actually was holding. And she actually held mm-hmm. it under President uh, uh, George 40, George Bush. And she starts talking about the, you know, the financial consequences of this whole pandemic, I believe is what she calls it. And she was saying that all the major players are going to be making some big money here by making the competitors go down. And how, how often did we see that during, especially, oh, yeah. you know, before things started opening up, quote unquote, at least here in Florida. But, you know, you have Walmart's essential, but yet the little small guy who has the same products is not. Right. You know, so big business is open and, and the Costco's and all this and they're all open. You but can't the little catch guys COVID not. at Costco. Yeah, you exactly, didn't know that? You can't right, sure. catch it there. Exactly. So she talks about how that you're going to sink that um, gets into talking about, uh, oh, oh, the smart grids, the smart grids. Yeah. Right. You want to add on that? Yeah, me, no, I know you talk to me. You absolutely. say a lot about smart grids. You see to where a lot of what she's saying falls in line with everything else, because if you think about what she's saying, it does fall in line with a lot of what Carrie Madej has said, right? But also think about this in the bigger picture as well. Like you have to think about, okay, so much like some of what Three Mask has said, right? <laughs> so the elite apparently, right? And these big companies that these elite own, you can't catch COVID there, but these small mom and pop places or the community colleges, these places you can catch COVID at. I mean, there's a, they're setting up a narrative that is also stigmatizing, mm-hmm. right? Um, right. You can't catch COVID if you're an elite and you're one of us. Mm-hmm. But you small peons, community college people, you Sturgis <laughs> people, right? Right. You know, you're, you're not from Fire Island, right? <laughs> you can catch COVID, right? You need the vaccine, you pieces of whatever, right? right but we right. can't. Right. Um, the Bezos, the Schwabs, we can't catch COVID, but you guys can. It, it's really weird, but it also sets up that, you know, that hierarchy, right? I don't know. It, it sort of pushes that on to the people as well. I think that's really bizarre. Also, it's that destruction of mm-hmm. the small business, yeah. right? Yes, yes. It's that intentional destruction by right. the closing down of those small mom and pop restaurants because we have seen it affect right. the small restaurants. When right. you go to the restaurants, oh, sorry, we, you know, we're on small staff today because nobody wants to work, right? Because yeah, we absolutely. have all these people that are getting paid to stay getting home. Paid more to stay at home. Right. Which is only going to get worse with this new infrastructure. Oh, absolutely. Bill, this $4 trillion infrastructure bill that's not at all. And about let me just add on what you're saying real quick, just to hop in, in there yeah. and I'm going to jump right Please. back out. But she says democracy is based on small businesses. Right. And that's what they're looking at. Going and that's away. what they want to destroy. Mm-hmm. That's the very thing they need to destroy to get this plan going, right? Mm. Because if we destroy those small business and especially those restaurants, those small mom and pop restaurants, she says, because they support those small organic farms. Right. And we need to destroy those small organic farms, right? Because they want to buy up all that farmland to support what they want to do. You can't have those small organic farms being supported, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because all that, because what we want to do is buy up corporately all that farmland to have everyone move closer and closer into those areas where they can be controlled in a smaller group. It's all part of the bigger plan. I loved what she said about um, how, notice how those, Antifa riots mm-hmm. and um, a lot of that type of stuff was happening in very specific cities, yes, right? Yes, that, yes, uh, yes, what right. Was, those cities in particular had had federal reserves mm-hmm. there, and that those intentions were those riots were started intentionally wow. in those places yeah. to distract from 
what was happening with that. Right. Because she does say that there is a large chunk of money missing from those Federal Reserves. Mm. It's fascinating to listen to, but um, it makes a lot of sense if you listen to the whole thing, especially everything that's going on. Well, it also oh, yeah, devalued totally. the the community, the properties, yeah. and these are areas which they want to buy a lot of property. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly, and also federal police. Right. right, it makes sense that needs to happen in order for this whole plan to happen. And then interesting, she also talks about the vaccine passport and about how there's tech inside it and how that they plan on that's how they plan on getting out all the data on us that they uh, that would give them complete control over us is what she starts talking about. I, I need to dig more deeper into that, but she mentions that too. Well, well the bottom line I, I just is threw one of my baby hands. They do the, you know, oh, if, you, no. think, so if you think back to COVID period, right? Mm-hmm. Certificate of vaccine mm-hmm. ID. That's They're right. They're ID right. to this. And again, that's where all the biometric, the scary biometric stuff, mm-hmm. what do they always pair it with? Vaccines. Because mm-hmm. they're putting these agendas together. Right. right. And I, I don't know if we talked about the uh, gentleman that spoke to uh, Bill Gates about initially putting the tracking device in the vaccine but that bill gates in 2011 and now bill gates won't mention him at all right mm. right but that actually there is video out there of Jeff that epstein he did get caught on 60 minutes because he was friends right. with epstein right right and then that? he wanted to make a whole race right, of people right, right. yeah right. exactly yeah, yeah. Okay. well but, here's <laughs> the you know here's the story yeah i know it's here's scary. the bottom line i tell people is that you know when you look at we've mentioned you know darpa's hydrogel we've mentioned you know luciferase which is you know bill gates 060606 patent why would anybody invent those things if they were never going to use them why would they specifically pair them to vaccines? Because they're doubling up. This is their agenda. Hmm. Does that make sense? And this is what that. people have. If nobody would invent something super, super evil, if they weren't actually planning on using it, right? Mm-hmm. Huh. Wouldn't make any sense to. Wouldn't make any waste sense. Waste money right? and time. And- so when Klaus Schwab, she talks about him saying that yes. 2030, mm-hmm. right? This mm-hmm. is the great reset. He right. says, you will have new assets and you'll be happy. And then I love her quote after that. What she says is, if I have no assets and then I'm supposed to be happy, it means that you've taken everything I have and somehow you have brainwashed me. (laughs) And I'm like, that's exactly what their goal is, folks. You are not, this is the first step. You are not smart enough, right, to make your own decisions. Okay, you're not your own health decisions. You don't know what's good for the planet. Right. So can I? Right. Right. So in talking about 2030, folks, if you look at that infrastructure bill, that four trillion dollar infrastructure bill, there's so many things wrong with that. So let's just really, really quickly. And this is going to be very quickly, but there's a lot to look (laughs) into and you should look into it to be more informed. So first of all, I don't know if you're in the United States, the gas prices have at least doubled for you, oh, right? Under Biden, right? Oh my goodness. So first, w- when it was Trump, because we were doing our own drilling, right? It, had the pipeline ha- going, yeah, yeah. Had the, yeah, right, right. But now he had to go to OPEC and beg mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. to sell us more oil, mm-hmm. and they said, 
no sucks to be you guys we're going right. to give it to china yep right mm -hmm. so this this infrastructure this new green deal this 2030 by the way which we don't have the ability to do all the stuff that we were supposed to be doing which is such ridiculousness because by the time we get to do those things it's going to be outdated and outmoded and it won't work anyway but hey good luck with that <laughs> it's like fantasy island it's so freaking dumb but mm. okay let's just say that we are going to go along with that and Biden, you guys can't use coal. Well, guess who uses coal? 95% of what they're powering is coal. Guess who? China. Okay, so now we're going to go to, say, uh, solar power. That would be great if we at all made solar panels in any place other than freaking China, China, which we don't. Only one company makes solar panels in the United States, by the way, guys. So all this green stuff, we're still giving all that money to China. Now we're going to go electric by 2030 only one combustible engine vehicle maybe not even bugatti's not even sure they're still going to do that and it's not even a u.s company okay so um let's think we're going to need lots of rare minerals to power all that electrical stuff to grid we can't handle where can, where can we find those kind of minerals oh let me think oh <laughs> afghanistan and china <laughs> <laughs> let's think oh well who are we? <laughs> does it just boggle you are you pissed off yet because you should be because where's all this money going then mm -hmm. explain this to me this is just the tip of the iceberg if you're not frightened yet you should be because we haven't even begun to go over the food stuff that they've started to do mm -hmm. and the farming because that is even more horrifying because it's the same farming plan that they did in guess where communist countries mm. that actually had to starve their people because it didn't mm. work and wow. it's going to work now right explain to me how corporate uh, farming that they have it's not going to work folks so you'd better have a plan mm -hmm. um because it, it, it's not going to work it just can't you know the bottom line with all this is that this is absolutely the greatest transfer of wealth and power in the world to a smaller and smaller group of people. And they are engineering shortages of everything, okay? From lumber, right, to, again, look at your groceries prices. They're absolutely oh, yeah. doing this. But again, folks, why? What's the agenda? Because if you're going to have a worldwide government, which is what the Bible says is coming, then you have to destroy the largest obstacle to your, what you want. And who is that? That's America. Right. Folks, they and are people. purposely trying. And people. It is people. Yeah. But it's not every people. No. These people have to have money and power and freedom. And those people are Americans. And right. this is the part where Americans have to stand up. I remember a young guy um, who was gave some speeches. And again, this was really in World War II. And you start to look back at what happened to the, that, that, that generation. There was a lot of reasons why they could have made a case that they were living in the end times. But a group of people stood up and said, we will not let this happen on our watch. And this is the group of people that we want to wake up in the world. Right. Right. Absolutely. Because the truth is, if, if this generation wakes up and says, we cannot let the COVID narrative take all of our freedoms from us, we cannot let this happen on our watch. Right. right? This is what God wants to. That's why God is the one 
who is shaking the world, folks. I know that Satan is getting the narrative here, right? But God is the one that is shaking the world right now. And we need to allow people a chance to wake up. Right. Okay. We've been beating around the bush saying this, but I feel like I just have to say this at this point. So what you need to remember is that if this is the mark of the beast, if this is at least the precursor, and if all the things that they want to have come true on this fantasy island come true, and they do plan to put everybody on the grid, and it looks like there's some kind of plan for that, and we do know that they can't handle what's on there now. That's why there's rolling brownouts and blackouts happening. There's going to be something that happens that they have to wipe out part of the population for that to be manageable, right? Because we can't all be on there at the same time. And I don't want that to happen. You don't want that to happen. But that looks like some kind of reality because these vaccines aren't doing great things to the population that are out there, right? Mm -hmm. So if they want us all on the grid, guys, and there's graphene oxide in these things, and it looks like there is because there is a study out there. We'll talk about that next time. It has been found that it is in there, and it does transmit 6G. So um, they're going to have to do something about a large swath of this population and getting rid of them. So this is where we do need to stand up, and we need to stand together. Whether you're vaccinated or not, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You and I, we are humans. We are in this together. Mm-hmm. The, what we are, the what Dominion mandate, we are called to take care and love one another. That yeah. is why we this are here. Way beyond Friend the or foe, mm-hmm. that is why we're here. That is what God put us here for. We yep. look out for each other. Mm-hmm. We are to serve one another. We are to look out. That's why he put us here, to take care of this earth. We are stewards on this earth and to love one another, serve our enemies, take care of each other, and stand up for each other. Amen. And we can't let this happen. That's right. If that's their plan, we cannot let this happen. So that's it's right. time to stand up. Right. Yep. Well, as you can see with this particular episode, you can see that we've tied into some other themes that we've mentioned, but the bottom line is they appear to be engineering some things that are going to, again, we see that vaccines are creating new variants and they're actually creating lowered immune responses. So that means we could be talking about plagues of biblical proportions, right? And so this is something we'll bring up on another episode, but again, God has not given us a spirit of fear. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Trust in who he is. Trust in what he did when he made your body. And most importantly, stand up against ungodly mandates, right? That are trying to change who God wrote your DNA, your RNA, your genetic material, right? These are the things that we need to stand up to now in our generation. So God bless you guys. And we're going to have another great episode. Rob, did you have one thing to finish up? Well, I think we're good. I guess we just need to, hey, just follow us. Uh, we need some uh, follows on Facebook, Twitter. Share, have... subscribe, review, love us. Rob Instagram. Can't say Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. I keep forgetting Instagram yeah. for yeah. some oh, reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Supernat Junkies. We, supernat- yeah, Supernat Junkies. Supernatural Junkies. Oh, yeah. We have our going? website up. Oh, yeah. Yes. The website. That's Supernatural right. Junkies. Sign up your uh, email and you can get our posts and, yes. uh, in our that's articles. That's right. And send We're us a message. Anchor we will now. respond. We're on Spotify, um, Charisma Podcast. Leave us Network. a review. Yes, please. We still need some reviews. If it's nice. Yeah. I mean, even if it's not nice, we, we just want some reviews. Yeah. Come on. Bring it All on. right.
All right, love you guys. And don't forget our sponsor, soilministries.org. And uh, again, we're trying to help people in Honduras. It's the second poorest in our hemisphere. And some of our uh, needs currently are actually some people to go down and do some projects as far as some building projects. And uh, But we have tons and tons of stuff you can do down in Honduras to help people out there. So God bless you guys, and we'll see you next week. See you. Okay, folks, and what I want to leave you with is this. Jesus said in John sixteen thirty three, In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world God is in control. Amen. 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 All right. See you guys. Love you. Bye. Get our sponsor, soilministries.org. And uh, again, we, we're trying to help people in Honduras. It's the second poorest in our hemisphere. And some of our uh, needs currently are actually some people to go down and do some projects as far as some building projects. And uh, But we have tons and tons of stuff you can do down in Honduras to help people out there. So God bless you guys. And we'll see you next week. See you. Okay, folks, and what I want to leave you with is this. Jesus said in John 16, 33, In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. God is in control. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right, see you guys. Love you.